just a note or a friendly reminder before we get started today. It is never my heart to trigger or bring up topics that would be heavy or hard for you to hear. However, these are real life stories that sometimes can get really messy. So listen with caution, but I hope that you are inspired and encouraged to know that you are not alone and that your story matters. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's Amber with Keeping It Real with Amber. I am your host and I just want to say I'm back. For those of you who have listened faithfully and consistently throughout the year, know that I've taken about three months off and haven't put any new material out. And I thought before I jump back in and start doing episodes with others, which I am lining up coming up this month, I wanted to give an explanation on what really kept me quiet for a little while. I actually went back and listened to the last podcast that I had put out. It was the end of July and the title was Never Give Up. And um, and it wasn't that I had given up on life or on necessarily podcasting. Um, but I had gotten in such a place of depletion if that makes sense like there was only so much of me to go around and I had really been struggling for quite some time with um ugliness that had been going on and deception that was going on around me and I just felt absolutely depleted um emotionally and mentally and physically and even um spiritually to some capacity to where Um, I think things that normally wouldn't hit me as hard hit me harder because I was absolutely exhausted. So I just, I hope that by being, um, transparent in that, that that would speak to somebody even right now that, um, you know, I have said from the get go, I don't have it all together. My family does not have it all together, but we are authentic. We're relatable and I always pray to be approachable. And so you know, I'll, I'll tell you kind of some things that have helped me, um, step back in, um, kind of replenish my soul a little bit and just, um, help to reinforce boundaries that sometimes I do really great with and other times, um, I allow them to get pushed a little more. And so, Um, I had been praying earlier this year, I guess it was probably back in May, about going on a vacation with my family. And those who really like know us in person know we're like um, pretty simple people in the fact that we don't do um, all the extra stuff. You know, we're a large family. And so financially, that's, that's one of the reasons is that we just, we honestly, we can't afford it. But I knew that I really was feeling a tug to plan a time of stepping away with my family, planning a time of just being present in the present and making memories with them. And so we have um, a friend who um, owns some property down in Florida and we got an incredible deal because it was off season and it's an older house, um, which works well for us. 
And if you're a large family and you're listening to this and you're thinking, where is this place? Please message me because I will get you connected because it's only a couple of blocks off of the beach from Panama City Beach. And during off season, there's just really minimal people. And so we get to go to this house where um, it is only a three bedroom house, but a nice like huge uh, L-shaped couch and like a little sunroom and stuff. So we get creative with our bunking. There's, you know, plenty of room that everybody's not super squished or anything. And the layout of the house makes it easy to eat. And my husband and his thoughtfulness and creativity, we actually packed a box trailer this time that we we own a box trailer and took our 36-inch Blackstone with us to Panama City Beach um, to make it easy to cook because, like I said, we keep it really frugal. And I would um, kind of plan a menu every couple of days or so and uh, just cook on the Blackstone a couple of meals a day. And then they would eat leftover snacks in between. And it was just a really good time. But on that Blackstone, I can cook at a fraction of the time. And cleanup is minimal, which is amazing. And so we would just go to the beach. We were there for 14 days. We would go to the beach, I don't know, for a couple hours a day. We weren't rushed. We weren't, um, there wasn't any agenda. And, you know, we'd get to come back to the house and the kids would start showers. And here at our house, we have one bathroom and we have one shower. And so the fact that we had two bathrooms, um, an indoor shower and an outdoor shower, they were ecstatic with the freedom to kind of have just a little bit more space. And, you know, because you take less stuff with you, you didn't have your stuff of your everyday responsibilities even. And so we would just get showers done and they'd get in their comfy clothes and we'd run the laundry through and all the towels through. And, and by the next morning, all the laundry would be ready to just, you know, everybody'd grab their stuff that had been washed overnight and, um, and put it away and we'd start fresh. And so we had learned a couple of years ago, it was the first time we'd ever stepped away. This was only our second time stepping away for two weeks. Um, we had learned that, um, we never want to do anything less than two weeks ever again in our life with all of our family because, With such a large family, by the time you do all the preparedness to get everything ready and everything packed and everything together, um, and then you get down there and then you're transitioning and, and you're getting everything unloaded and you're, you know, getting everything ready to, to be there for a bit. And I've got some kids that need just some time, some time to regulate or adjust when there's a change of, um, schedule or scenery and those kind of things. And so... You know, if we only went for a week, you'd have those couple of days where they were still regulating or even just getting adjusted to where we're at. We'd have like one day of, quote, vacation and enjoy our time. And then your brain would go to, what do I have to do to start packing up? What do I have to do to be able to get out of town on time to be able to do that? And so that two weeks, we don't have to worry about that. Like we actually get to let our guard down and just kind of get to breathe and um, enjoy where we are um, without the anxiousness of having to hurry. I do not like being rushed um, when I'm just wanting to relax. And, you know, I know that um, next week I'm actually teaching a breakout session at Alliance for Life Conference in um, St. Louis. And I had applied to be a breakout leader again back in May. And I had prayed about like what what it was that the Lord would have me, um, if anything, to, to do a breakout session on. This is probably my seventh time doing a breakout session for Alliance for Life, but um, 
any other time it really had to do with my nonprofit, you know, hope, healing our past experiences. So everything that would revolve around that, I've talked about the, um, oh my goodness, you know, confidence is the only thing a perpetrator fears. I've talked about how perpetrator have, has a plan and I've talked about, you know, what it would look like to even cope with trauma. Um, I've talked about a lot of different things throughout the years, but what really God had laid on my heart this year um, was something new to me, like unique that I had never spoke on. And, you know, I was thinking about it some when we had stepped away the end of September, beginning of October uh, to Florida for a couple of weeks, like I said, and um, I really like gave myself permission and some of y'all going to giggle at that because like I had my laptop and I had my, my tablet and there would be things that would cross my mind and I was like, nope that's work. And I'm not going to do work while being here with my family. Like work can wait until I get back. I mean, there were a few things that were emergent that I wasn't like completely off limits to everybody. And, and those of you who know who you are, you know who you are, you know, I, I still would be in contact, but that didn't take away from the trip, you know, but the things that could wait, they waited. And so I would been contemplating about this upcoming, um, conference and what I would be speaking on. And then I wasn't even sure, um, about the funding. Like, let's just be honest. Like, um, even up until last week, I wasn't sure. And then the Lord provided a way for the lodging to be taken care of because when you go and you do a breakout session, like you get a discounted rate to do, um, to come to the conference, but you still have the expense of like your travel expenses and things like that in your stay there. But let me uh, explain to you, I want to read uh, the description of the breakout session I'm going to be doing next Monday. This is what it's called. Keeping it real. Let's be real. What you do every day is challenging, ever-changing, and at times can be overwhelming. Want to be encouraged to know that you're not alone? You will learn some practical ways to inspire you to keep serving others without always feeling like you are on empty. Learning objectives, setting healthy boundaries, focusing on the power of our words and how to have an attitude of gratitude. And I say all that and I hope that you're kind of chuckling with me. One that was given to me in May before I ever started my little funk um, in June is when that really kind of set in. But, you know, God has given me tools to be able to, I know how to have healthy boundaries. And I think that when um, we compromise those boundaries, when we start doing things that are maybe good instead of God ideas, or um, we allow others negativity or um, just ugly attitudes to be what... Um, becomes contagious to us, right? Like it infiltrates our mindsets, our heart sets. And so like, how do we take back? Cause I'm going to speak at it spiritually for a minute. Like how do we take back what the enemy's wanting to gain ground on? And you know, I've said this, I don't even know how many times, but like sometimes I just have to come back and revisit it. It's like, we cannot have a praise party and a pity party at the same time. Now either I am praising God and I am giving God all the glory, no matter what my situation is like, my love for God and, and how good he is doesn't change on my circumstances. Or I can have a pity party and it makes it all about me, 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 me. And so, you know, as I've shared today, like I, I'm back, 
you know, I'm ready to be, um, linking arms with you again and, you know, sharing my heart and having, you know, conversations that encourage and inspire. That's really what I want to accomplish through this podcast is just everyday people having conversations that encourage, inspire other everyday people to, to do something, to be the change that you want to see for your future, um, to be intentional about the legacy that we leave, um, in our families and in our community. And so, um, it's not always going to be uphill in the top of the mountain experiences. There are going to be times that, you know, we're going to feel like we're sitting in the valley, that it's going to be maybe a pit that we feel like we're sitting in. Um, but it's just, it's temporary, right? Those times are temporary. And I I wanted to, to kind of end with this, like, it's okay to not be okay for a while. It's just not okay to stay not okay, right? So like, if you're, if you're not okay, if something's going on, maybe you're struggling with depression or anxiety or fear, whatever is robbing you right now in your life from really living life to the fullest, like reach out and connect with others who can help you um, overcome whatever that is, you know, whatever resources would be needed. Don't settle for anything less. Like, you know, temporarily, we're all going to have moments or we're all going to have a few days, but just don't stay that way. Don't, don't allow the enemy to gain victory in your life through, through discouragement or through doubt. You know, I think doubt is probably one of the biggest, um, traps of the enemy. Like it doesn't have to be a big old fat lie, but even like, is that really what God said? Maybe there's a promise that you're standing on and maybe you've been standing on that promise for a long time. I know there's some things in our own life that, um, that I want to cry about sometimes because I'm like, Lord, I know I heard you. And then the enemy wants to be like, did you? And then I'm like, Lord, did I hear you right? And I'm like, no, wait a minute. I know. I know because I know where I was at. I know where I was. Re- I know how you spoke to me, you know, whether it was through the word or through this, through a song or confirming through someone else, you know, what only conversation had happened between me and God. And so like, do not let the enemy place doubt and come in and destroy the hope that you have in Christ. And so stand firm on his promises. You know, surround yourself with others who are going to lift you up. Help hold your arm up um, in praise. Even when we don't feel like lifting our hands up sometimes. That's when we need to praise the most. And um, I go back to, you know, like rejoice in the Lord always. It doesn't say when we feel like it. Or like when things are going great. But it's like always. Like we should be having an attitude of gratitude. We should be grateful for the breath in our lungs. And I, you know, even in the last few weeks or so, I've, um, buried a 14 year old who was in my small group, like walking that journey with her family, you know, loss is going to happen and grief is going to come in waves and in many different ways. But like, it doesn't change the goodness of God. And all we, we don't have to understand everything that's going on around us. We don't even have to be okay with everything that's going on around us to be able to stand on truth. And so I want to encourage you that if you don't know Christ, if you don't have hope in Jesus Christ, um, that like God can handle any questions you have. 
any doubts you have, even about his existence. Like he can handle it. And um, simply ask him, like, Lord, show me, you know, if you are who you say you are, like he can handle those questions. And if you're ready to surrender your life, that's really what the, where the relationship with him starts is allowing him to lead your life, allowing your life to become all about him. And then it's not all about me anymore. It's not all about my problems or um, my finances or, oh my goodness, my happiness. But like really we can have joy in the middle of all the mess because he is our source of joy and he is our source of peace and he is our source of strength. As long as we allow him to be, I don't have to be the one being strong. In fact, I've learned that it's okay to be weak and allow God to be my strength because I don't have to have it all together. You know, that's the old me that used to feel like that. Like I couldn't cry because I had to have it all together and I felt like crying was a sign of weakness. And so, you know, I'm thankful for the growth that I've had in Christ over the last decade or so. Um, I've had tremendous amount of growth and I just want to encourage you Um, I really hope that you'll join me back on this journey of keeping it real. And if you've got others you want to hear on here that you would like to hear their stories shared, like send me a message. Um, and I would be more than happy to reach out to them so that their stories are able to inspire and encourage others just as they've already inspired you. Until next time, we'll see you then. Just a reminder, if you have questions for us or would like to leave some feedback, you can go to anchor.fm backslash keeping real with Amber. Your questions would be answered on a future podcast. We're going to do those every so often so that we can make sure that your voice is heard and that you know that you matter. Talk to y'all soon.